Before we start the podcast, we want to thank one of our great sponsors, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Dollar Shave Club. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sponsoring today's episode. Mm-hmm. Dollar Shave Club delivers amazing, high-quality razors to your door, but they also deliver everything you need to look your best. I am talking shampoo, body wash, mm. toothpaste, mm. and it's so much better than shopping in a store. Oh, man. You know when you go to the store and you're like, I want to get the thing I want, and then the guy at the cash register is like, oh, that's the thing you want? Well, you don't have to have that happen to you with this one. I truly believe, like, I, I, I just, I, I ain't trying to talk to you. I don't want to make small talk. Don't mention the things that are in my basket. For a mind-blowing experience, join Dollar Shave Club today. And for just $5 with free shipping, you'll get the six-blade executive razor plus trial sizes of shave butter, body cleanser, and one wipe Charlie's. Mm-mm-mm. Then keep the blades coming for a few bucks more a month. Get yours at dollarshaveclub.com slash text back. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash text back. I like putting that that butter, lotion yeah, butter yeah, stuff yeah, all yeah, over yeah, my yeah, face. Yeah. It makes it feel good. I like being smooth. Me too. Please support them. They support us. And we love that. Thank you so much. You ready to do the damn episode, Will? Mm-hmm. I don't want to talk for the next 60 minutes. I should have you too. Welcome back to the Sheet and Text Back podcast. This is where we really don't have a plan. Um, I was born without a plan. You're killing my ears over here. Yeah. Just tell me when you're going to get real hype. You know that I'm low energy right now. Look, what I wanted to get off is they wouldn't let me into the industry. And I said, I I, I like being a comedian. I also want to make a music. And there was caps on me. Oh, you were real loud. How you feeling, huh? So what I'm saying is if you want to be able to do multiple types of art, uh-huh. there should be no glass ceiling on a motherfucker. How much of that energy drink have you had? Hella. Only about a quarter. Wow. Yeah. So first off, what I wanted to say uh-huh. is that what we must all do is our own civic duty. What does that entail? You have to live as you the best way possible. Mm-hmm. You have to keep being the person that you wanted to be. I'm exactly what I thought I would be like at 24. Mm, I don't know about that. I don't you, know if I believe I'd that. I'd say me three years ago, this is what oh, I yeah. wanted to get to. But when I was a kid, no. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I was going to be prestigious. It really. I, I was sitting I was sitting in my car the other day, and then I realized I actually am 27, and yeah. that one kind of got me. That kind of got me fucked up. I'm only 22. I was like, oh, shit, that really hit me. You I'm are, only 22 when I said that. Yeah, that's that in is the song, a lyric right? from 2012 you did. What yeah. is that? Uh, uh, that's a... Uh, gotta wake up in the morning, man. It's past, past eight. Eight. Some yeah. shit like that. Yeah. yeah wow. See? I remember when you were 22, and now you are 27. See, that fucking yeah. me up. Someone uh, <clears throat> Instagram DM me the other day, like a friend. Uh-huh. And uh, he asked me how old I was. And I told him 27, and I asked him why. And he's like kind of, mm-hmm. he's talking to like some management or some mm-hmm. shit. He's in the mm-hmm. music industry mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. But I felt weird that he was asking me how old I am. Mm-hmm. Then I felt like, oh, am I too old to be, like, when they heard that I was 27, did they go, ah, never mind. Mm-hmm. He's too old at this point. Yeah. Am I too old? I don't think so. It depends on what you want to do in life. But no, I mean, luckily we, we work in the artistic world and there really is no age limit. 
I was uh, for us. Yeah, I was talking to my uncle Berwick about the Cash Me Outside girl, mm-hmm. and I was like, the fact that you know who this is. Oh my god! I <laughs> finally saw the Lil Tay Cash Me Outside. You thing. So you now you know who Lil okay, Tay so is. Okay, so I didn't know who Lil. I I really tried to avoid oh, it. Goodness. I even you saw one hundred percent. After should. you told me about Lil Tay, I even saw thumbnails in Instagram. And I don't I think just, I even told you who it, what or what it is. I, I, just, you I just thought asked, you knew what Lil Tay is. I mentioned yeah, it, yeah. and I was like, you, I'm just gonna let you find. You out. just asked if I've ever heard of her. Uh-huh. I didn't. Um, and now you have. But then, like the next couple of days, uh-huh. I swear our phones are listening to us because they yeah, started know, suggesting right? it all out of nowhere. Um, or it's just like the Sabrina Claudio thing. Or no, that wasn't you I talked about, but uh, I didn't know who that was. I didn't know who Sabrina, Sabrina Claudio was until somebody told me. Huh. And then I saw her everywhere. Yeah, I was that's like, really oh, she's weird on how that works. And now right? she's on the commercial on my TV, all within 24 hours. Is it that our phones are listening, or is it that we're more aware? Then you just then you pay attention to it because everything else is so mundane and we forget. Yeah. But then once it's been brought to like once you get a car and then everybody else, you're like, oh, all these other people have that car too. Or like when some somebody says like a new word that's mm-hmm. like fancy, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden everyone's everyone saying is it. Saying Adamon Guar. Shit, what was I saying though? Why did we bring that up? Uh, Lil Tay. Oh, Lil Tay. Yeah, all that's right. right. So I oh, think Lil Tay. You know, it's obviously like really like the things she's saying are bad. I'm not sure. It's not good. Yeah, it's definitely not a good thing. Cash Me Outside was like at least the way that the the things that she was saying at least seemed like this girl has Uh figured out that character. Yeah. Little Tay, everyone is like, I got this motherfucker Ferrari Uh and I spent a hundred. Yeah, and it's just like but, it's the same thing every time. You just replace I, the car. What I will say though is that I think Lil Tay is really fucking funny. Really, like I think this is a bad thing, and I would not show this to any kid uh-huh. because this is not how children should Can act. Can you explain if uh, they don't know? Oh, if you don't know who Lil Tay is, she's this little girl. Paint a picture. Uh, she's she's like probably like three foot eight. She's blonde, very small. Uh, and no, she's, she's not blonde. Yes, yeah, she is. When I saw her, she was. Oh, uh, and uh, she like uh, she's nine. She's nine, nine and she old. says. I'm the youngest flexor this twenty of uh, this century, bitch. And she says a bunch of Chappelle show sketch type things. Yeah, she, and she's, she's like a little white girl, right? Yeah. And it's uh maybe as, some Asian, I, I don't know. When I was a kid, she's the exact opposite of me as a kid. Because as you know, when I was a kid, I did not curse, I did not say or do anything I thought was slightly out of line I'm, my entire childhood. Uh, so I didn't do a lot of research. Uh-huh. I just came across her page. Uh-huh. Joe Rogan actually talked about her on his Did podcast. He really? Yeah. Um, and that's kind of like when I started watching it. Mm-hmm. Then I went to her Instagram page. Is she also a rapper, or does she? Just, I don't know. She's just makes, a rich kid. How does she have so much money? Well, I read an article that said that uh, her mom owns a uh, real estate, uh, or she was a, her mom was a real estate agent. Uh-huh. So that's how she's all in all of these fancy ass houses. Okay, in, so it doesn't York. it doesn't seem real to me. Yeah. Do you think that the parents were like? Oh, we can easily Make capitalize money, on yes, this. Absolutely. Like yeah. maybe they filmed yeah. her one day and she said As something. A joke. She yeah. said something funny, and they're uh-huh. like, "Oh shit!" And then it kind of went viral yeah. on Facebook yeah. or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And they're like, "Let's make this a character." Yeah. It doesn't seem real at all. Yeah, it doesn't seem like she like literally walks around. And then there's a clip of her at like I don't know, like the Grove. And I think the with like, Cashman outside. Cash outside. Okay, girl. so yeah, then I saw that, and, and then I, like they're about to fight or something. Like this is so bad. Like, yeah, right. Kids should not be fighting. And they're all under. This is fucking not Naruto. 16. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So when I saw that clip, I actually had seen that clip like whenever it first happened, uh-huh. but I didn't realize little Tay was in that. Yeah. But you notice little Tay is screaming, screaming. In, she in, wants in, in it in her yeah. videos, uh-huh. but in that video, oh, she's not. Yeah. She's just standing there, yeah. real quiet, and not saying anything. Well, Cash Me Outside has a big bodyguard. Two of them. Yeah. So like you know, so yeah, they don't want anything to happen. I'm also thinking that that was staged. It definitely was orchestrated. I'm sure. 
I'm 100% sure that was staged. Everything in Hollywood is orchestrated. Once you get to a certain point, uh, every, yes, they know. They know, don't go outside. If you're super popular, something is going to happen. Well, like, not, I I legit think, like, whoever's behind Cash Me Outside, whoever's behind Lil Tay, they got together and were like, all right, let's make them fight at at the Grove. I know too much about this and I don't want to talk about it. Really? Yeah. What do you mean? (laughs) Yeah. What do you you mean? The, uh, this, all of this stuff. Like, you know, secret stuff? Uh, or do you just know, mm -hmm. you have, you, like, have knowledge on the situation i have knowledge general. on situations that uh, i wish i didn't oh but you know that's where media is right now it's really weird. i don't understand i, I was it. talking about this i, I was, gotta google she's a rapper i forget who i was talking to about this but i was like uh talking about i was like i live in la mm-hmm. and you see all of these tmz footage of celebrities oh. and i was like i've never seen a pack of paparazzi in my eight years of living in this city oh wow i was like where the fuck are the paparazzi but when whatever celebrity goes there they're all there and then my friend pointed out to me because their pr people call them well i I mean, there's also paparazzi, but yeah, it's yeah. a little bit of both. Yeah, I mean, if you go you're outside also, of nice guys, you're going to find yeah, you're not the paparazzi. Hang, you're not hanging out in paparazzi yeah. spots. Um, but when you see footage of celebrities, but then it also is people who just film them, and then the TMZ buys the footage from the person right. who was there. Lil Tay might be Asian. I don't know. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I was at, So funny, though. I was at the- Wish uh, it was a joke. I was at a, in Malibu like uh, two weekends ago, uh-huh. just went to the beach, and we went to like a restaurant right by the, right by the sand, real close. And there was actually a sign right when you go into the parking lot that said paparazzi's like you're forbidden here, you're not allowed. Uh-huh. And I was like, wow, I've never seen an actual like sign that said that for you paparazzi. Yeah. And then when we went there, I mean, I didn't see any celebrities, mm-hmm. wasn't really looking, but mm-hmm. that very fancy. Like mm-hmm. for sure, billionaires and million mm-hmm. multi-millionaires only live there. I want to go uh, there. That sounds like crazy. So, so it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so that's but, where the paparazzi okay. are hanging out. They're hanging right. out outside of Starbucks and okay. I gotta get really popular so I can ask the paparazzi like, "Where are you guys really at?" Like, oh my god, just <laughs> this. All I see, I I googled Little Tay, uh-huh. and uh, I went to Google Images, and I'm just looking at. It. She was blonde. She also has black hair, so I guess she. A nine-year-old is dying your yeah. hair. I think that this is really funny if it's a joke, but if it's for real, I wouldn't. I There's wouldn't a wonder. caption that says, uh, "Rice gum bullied me." Oh my goodness! I have what uh, if this? We need to talk about something else. These are the things in the world so that I fascinated. don't like. <laughs> she has so much money. She's uh, doing it's the money so phone. Funny. This is a Chappelle show bit. She like, has a, okay. I'm the youngest flexor of the century, bitch. <laughs> she has a photo of her. If you Google this, you could see it. If this was my child, I would be furious. This is at <laughs> least. Uh, what do you think? A hundred G's right here that uh, she's holding. I don't know. How is that possible? She's I, nine. I forget that people really look at money like that. Yeah, that's a so, lot of currency. There's an adult around here who actually has it. I know, right? Who's like, give me that shit back? The shit she says is just it's so really stupid. funny. It's really funny, and she's on cars. And then she did this video with Jake Paul, and I was like, all right, this is I've had this is funny enough now that it's not it's officially I've had enough. <laughs> Ava brought up something interesting the other day. Yeah. That I really didn't have never thought about. You know how like uh, there's laws where kids can't work because they're kids and mm-hmm. they should go to school. It should and, be that way, right? It should mm-hmm. be that way. Uh, and we we're trying to think if there's any profession where they just kind of ignore that rule. And mm-hmm. there's one, and it's Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Like there's kid actors yeah. all the time, and they're yeah. on set. Like imagine Jaden Smith when he was doing uh, Pursuit yeah. of Happiness. Uh-huh. How old was he? Yeah, very Eight? young. I mean, Drake didn't get his high school graduation till 2012. So. Yeah, I, I feel like uh, when you're like he was a child star when you're too. late teens, uh-huh. or even if you're like 16, 17 up, 
I feel like you you can make up your own mind if like, yeah, I really uh, want this. Yeah, yeah. But under but I know, un- yeah, yeah. fifteen mm-hmm. and under I agree. I agree. You don't really know. I can agree with that. Like it, it seems super inhumane, like It's to, really fucked up. Like you really need to have your childhood, like you really need to have your childhood. Yeah, like I hear uh But we uh, wanna watch movies with I know, kids right? that say And they ain't even good actors majority <laughs> of the time. Uh, because they're not well written very often. Yeah, true. Uh, and, they don't, and they're eight. Yeah. Eight years old. They yeah, and they're really good kid actors too. But I think that a lot of like Hollywood writers try to write kids to be the brilliant ones, which I agree. You know, I love a series like they of they always have events. the answer. Yeah, like the kid, and it's just like that's not how kids talk. Yeah, kids aren't like uh, kids do have the answer sometimes, but you, it's it's difficult to nail an actual. I mean, most movies the way that kid they, that isn't brilliant, even the, even the adults. That's uh-huh. like that's not how people talk. True, that's uh, that's true. It's only every now and then you come across a director or writer or whatever mm-hmm. a movie. Where it's like, wow, that actually sounds like real life. Real, real life is boring majority of the time. It That's really why. is. There's a lot of silences, too. I got no more juice! Oh, yeah, this is the episode that we're doing. I got no now. more juice! You hear that? That's, that's juice bye-bye. And you just over there have plenty of juice. Yeah, these energy drinks, man, like, seriously aren't good for you. Yeah, this tastes like trash. This is, like, my teeth already feel like they're going to fall out. You know that that feeling when you drink a can of Coca Cola mm-hmm. and it's like this tastes good going down, even mm. though it burns. Like, why is it burning? It mm. shouldn't burn, but it makes your teeth feel real bad. Mm. This is like that on crack. Yeah, so I've I've had a couple of you know actually Sam was the first person to give me pre workout, mm-hmm. which is like super energy drinks, and that messes oh, yeah. you up. See, I don't like the things that make me jittery, jittery. and I'm shaky. Already that's shaky. that's yeah. why I don't do coffee. I feel like, yeah. uh, what is it called? Pre-workout? Pre-workout, man. That just doesn't sound appealing. But yeah. maybe if you're like working and mm-hmm. fucking lifting heavy shit, yeah. it's not. It helps. Yeah, it's, it's like, like, it's totally different. You're than like, just man, like I'm lifting there. way more than I thought I could. Really? Yeah, it like gets your, I think it opens up your blood veins and then lets more blood pump so your, your that sound. I'm sorry, work. that could be 100% fact. That sounded so stupid. Open up your blood veins. That could be real science shit. <laughs> I don't know, but it sounds so dumb. <laughs> Open up your blood veins. <laughs> Open God. up your... Why's it got to be Southern? Because <laughs> they stupid. <laughs> Do not. Uh, <laughs> I'm I, just kidding. I went to the South, and y'all have such good chicken. Shout out to you. I can't wait to go back. I wanted to do this character in a movie that has a Southern accent because I've realized that I find like the, the upper-class Southern accent to be like kind of sinister in a way. Well, It's, it's like scary. Uh, well, the only time we really hear that is like slave movies yeah like leonardo dicaprio his accent in that movie perfect like louisiana like uh that's such a good accent that i need to find out how come all old movies it's always in louisiana Louisiana, that is not true (laughs) if there's a slave they're always there i mean because that's where it happened y'all weren't in hollywood (laughs) no what about portland oregon no there was no slavery in the north or west coast damn Wow. <laughs> it was only in the south. What was going on? Well, there there, there might have been some in the north, but uh, yeah. what was going on in Portland, Oregon? Uh, well, it wasn't really developed yet. Uh, we were, they had Native Americans, but wow. then man- Manifest Destiny, they were like, "Oh, we're gonna take over." The I haven't heard of that country. since I was in elementary school. Yeah. So what does that mean again? When the they, the people who came to America, they started on the East Coast, and they said that God has given us the right, the Manifest Destiny, to take over this entire country. Man, ain't that some shit? So they did. And uh, yeah, so who are they, they saying this to? The Native Americans? Uh, yeah, the Native Americans. Just the first one they found? Yeah, they were like, "You're really cool, but we have guns." Was that one? Bam. Was that one in charge, or was that just a guy walking by? Was he or in a charge? gal? Wait, what? was that like the Native American in charge in their like <laughs> tribe, or is that just one? I mean, probably just people walking around. But wow. it was Christopher Columbus. You know the story. I think we've actually talked about it on the podcast. I they don't were think trying we have. to find a. Uh, 
Uh, Christopher Columbus was trying to find a route to India. Right. To, yeah, we, we mentioned that. The spice trade, yeah. And he was like, no, we found America instead. And but that, yeah, there was, slavery was in the South, not so much in the North, and that's why we had the Civil War, because people in the North were like, no slaves. And people in the South were like, hella slaves. And man, that's weird. The, and somehow the North won, even though they had slaves. How come uh, like having a maid is not like having a slave? Because they get money. Oh, they you get pay money. them. Yeah. And, then after, and you treat them like you a treat human. Them well. Yeah, you can't put them in a box. Right, right, right. And or then have hole. your way with them and oh. then put them back in the box. Oh, no. <laughs> I know. It's, uh, it's like Silence of the Lambs. You see that? It's, I have When she's no. in the hole? Yeah, no, I haven't Forced seen her it. to put the lotion on. Damn. Uh, yeah, yep, I'm just life saying. Life is crazy. Why were we talking about the South? Because uh, the, the, the accent. You... I like the accent. Oh, yeah, and then <laughs> I made fun of them. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. All right, Zaxby's is real good. I think Zaxby's is in Who's the South. Zaxby's? It's a it's a restaurant. Oh, yeah. It's like Chick Fil A. Did we go to the South once? Didn't yeah, we I've go never been to, to South of Texas. Did we went to Texas for South by Southwest? Oh yeah, and we, we did. We did go to a bunch of barbecue places. I'm for not some really reason, a food person. I wasn't counting life. Texas as the South, but it really is. It re- but yeah, I was thinking yeah, like like Louisiana. Yeah. I've never been where my family is from. Uh, Gretna, Louisiana. I wanted to mention something about Spotify really quick. What? Did, I mean, I'm sure you heard at this point that they took off R. Kelly and XXXTentacion. Oh, fuck yes. I wanted to talk about this. I didn't know that. I, did, I knew uh, about R. Kelly. They but, didn't remove yeah. them from Spotify, but they removed them from all Spotify featured playlists. Yeah. Um, which for someone like R. Kelly, Phil talked about this and he made a great point. He was like, someone like R. Kelly, who, although very popular, is way past their prime. So uh-huh. like getting removed from all of like the 90s, biggest hits type of playlist or any type of feature Spotify playlist would be very detrimental. But someone like XXXTentacion, who's in the prime of his career, Mm -hmm. um, this is his prime, right? It's not going to hurt him. I don't know. It will hurt him, but not a lot. Uh, I've spoken about this to people privately, but I really don't like the XXXTentacion thing. Like, I think, you know, artists are, like, really wild and we do a lot of crazy stuff, but I think he's, it's much, it's far too over the line that yeah. when I hear people playing his music, it, it bothers me. He's not even the craziest one. Uh, yeah, and but he's he's kind of made it his brand, and people are okay with it. And it, truthfully, like, when I heard his lyrics, like, I'll put a hole in your parents, like, why are we giving this person a mic? Why are we giving you a stage when you were saying, like, literally evil things? Preach. Uh, and it, it for people who are like emotive about music and really listen to what they're hearing, uh, it just it hurts my feelings to you know hear all of this. You know so, what it's like. Good. Yeah. Mu- rap music, especially trap rap music, uh-huh. is kind of like wrestling. Like. Yeah. It ain't the, real. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like <laughs> this Takashi. I think that's how you say name. Say mm-hmm. his name. Takashi Six Nine and Trippy Red or Reed. Yes. Did you see them fighting on Instagram no. Live? No. So fucking funny. It's like 18 minutes of them just yelling back and forth. It's a, and they're heated. Be. Like, they're heated yeah. like, the next time I see you, I'm going to punch you in the face. I'm going to beat your ass. Uh-huh. But then the hilarious part is the service would get bad. Uh-huh. And they'd be like, I, uh, I can't hear you. You still there? Yo, can you hear oh, me? Oh, wait. They were both on each other's yeah, live. Yeah, like they, were in? they shared really each other's funny. live. And the service kept going in and That's out. That's really funny. So fucking funny. That's really funny. Yeah. I, if it doesn't become an SNL sketch this mm-hmm. Saturday, because mm-hmm. I think it just happened, mm-hmm. then I don't I don't know what they're doing. Because this is it was you need to watch it after this. It's real funny. That's but really funny. Uh-huh. It's like the whole Lil Tay thing. Like I yeah. think maybe they don't like each other, but they know that if we do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah. And there was like well, 150,000 I mean, people watching. And Diplo fine. was in the comments. And rap music is different. Like, 
you know, I've, I've spoken to you about this before. It's like, well, say it again. If it ain't it, uh, the simplest way, if it's too hot in the kitchen, get out. Like, you know, like if you if you if you say you're a rapper, mm-hmm. uh, you're gonna have to expect motherfuckers to uh, try to come for you. Yeah, it's part of being in the rap game. Yeah, uh, so that's cool. And I'm like, you know, do whatever you want in that world. But yeah, but when we're talking about this other motherfucker who like you know beats up pr- a pregnant woman, like right. that's 100 outside of that's not fun. That's evil. Uh, undeniably evil. I would put you in jail if I was a yeah. judge. So That trippy read. I think I'm saying that right. But he actually yeah. called out XX on that live stream. Good. good. I love it when and people... And he said... <laughs> he was like, fuck him. And then he like talked about how he like yeah, beat up a girl. Fun. It's fun when uh, 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 when people you don't really like are fighting on the internet. I'm oh, like, Oh, yeah. Good. so fun. I don't give a fuck about either of them. I mean, I don't really know the trippy red guy, but... Yeah. Uh, I couldn't tell you some of one of their songs. But, uh, but man, I've only ever seen him and was like, I don't understand this, so I can't talk smack. You should I haven't watch, heard his music. You should really. watch the Takashi Six Nine yeah. uh, Breakfast Club interview. Yeah, uh, it's so funny. And it's not that I don't like him, but I when Chris D'Elia and uh, jo- and uh, Logan Paul were like talking smack on each other so on funny. Twitter, I was like, oh, thank you, good, thank goodness. No, I was dying. The one when uh, this is the one, uh, Chris Brown and Soldier Boy. We're gonna uh, gonna fight. I oh, was like, yeah. I've never wanted a fight so bad in I my know. life. I, it doesn't matter who wins. It doesn't matter who wins. It's just like it's it's pure entertainment. Like you want every punch. Chris Brown would have whooped his <laughs> yes, he ass. Have. Oh my god! Oh my god! god. I, like I crazy. That's what I'm saying. It's wrestling. Every- it's really wrestling. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. back when I was a kid. I mean, I don't watch it now. Even though Mike tells me it's even crazier these uh-huh. days. Uh, and it's like three hours long, and it's three times a week or yeah. some crazy shit like that. But uh, wrestling has always been like theatrical. You're big, uh-huh. you're loud, uh-huh. you're mean. Yeah. You don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. You come out to this badass song mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in front of a hundred thousand people, and a everyone's lot of people. going crazy. Uh-huh. And you just you yeah. just stunt on these motherfuckers. Yeah. And if they, it's like a it's a it's a narrative show. Yeah. If they write you to be the winner, yeah. Because they see that the audience yeah. is starting to like you, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's it. You're yeah. just you're the I star. It. Doesn't matter if yeah. you're a good wrestler or not. Uh-huh. It's, it's about the character. It's about the character, and that's what this rap shit's it. about. That's it's why like, I also think rap is so similar to anime. It's the oh, same yeah, thing. Also, yeah, yeah. It's like I'm. Everyone's like I'm the best. I'm the best. Hold on, it's one of my hosts. You can't be getting calls. Sorry. Oh, you motherfucker. I'll, I'll, I'll get back to that person later. Uh, uh, but yeah, yeah, it's just it like, like anime. anime. It's just like anime, and I, I love it for that aspect. And uh, it's just like One Piece, Luffy. I want to be the king of the pirates. I want to be the king of the rap. And... I just don't need y'all. I mean, do it if you want, but I don't need y'all tattooing Saw on your face. Mm. You've seen his Jigsaw tattoo, right? Mm-mm. You know Jigsaw? Who has that? Takashi 69 I've only heard about that person. I've never seen him. Oh man, please can I can I mm-hmm. show you? I just I don't know, man. If it makes him happy, but I, he's also like I think like 20 years old. How do you oh, spell no. Takashi? Takashi. Sounds like T A K E S H I. 69. Is this Japanese? There he is. Look at he's an anime character. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yes. Oh. Look at this fucking tattoo. Uh, someone was actually talking to me in this bay. I was at this house in Oakland, and they were mentioning this person. Yeah, that was like that's and, where and I... they liked him or they didn't like uh, him. No, he was just saying that. He was like, anybody could be a rapper. All you gotta do is get on. Like, look at that. That's the jigsaw oh. from Saw on his oh, face. Oh, from Saw. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't know why. And he uh, says the N word all the time. Yeah. And he's dead. And that's Trippy Reed. Yeah, yeah. They so, all have face tattoos. Yeah, this is that aspect of rap that I just I don't hear any of, but like I'm in the same genre of so cool. Apparently he has Can't wait. <laughs> he has sixty nine tattooed on him sixty nine times. Oh goodness. This uh, isn't good. <laughs> this is the life he lives. It's uh, all it's really scary because like 
Wait, but yeah, but rap is about like challenging everyone and saying that you're the best, right? Yeah, but like they kind of take it to life threatening levels. Like if it's the nineties, even though some of it's bullshit, but like he like came to LAX and got jumped, even no though it, it looked whack as fuck. But like still, like y'all just make music. Just make music. I yeah. guess. I mean, acting a fool and becoming I mean, this character makes know, them a lot of money. I love me a rap beef. Me too. A good one. But, uh, yeah, a good one. God damn. It's gotta be for good reasons. Like, oh man, what is happening? What's, this is the world. What we is live this guy in. gonna look like in sixty years? I see they're they're pulling up here. Cash me outside again. Who? Mm-hmm. Uh, her music is bad, baby. Now, I thought it was bad, Barbie. Bad baby. Oh shit. Her song is so funny. Uh, these hoes is fake rich. Got a chain with a neck rash. I'm like, oh my god. Whoever wrote this? Is oh, that's funny. Really good. That's so fucking funny. Yeah, I was like, that's a good line. And oh her my voice god. Is so funny. Her voice is so her fucking voice is funny. so funny. That's why her name is Bad Baby. It's so perfect. It's like you sound like a Rugrats character. Yeah, yeah. But you have this like Southern rap accent. You said uh, the world we live in. You said that you you're in the same genre. I wouldn't say that. Uh, they're like trap. Yeah, like it's they, still rap music. But yeah, but there's so many subgenres. People who listen to a different genre are going to encapsulate it entirely. We're all under the same. Oh, you, oh, you mean they'll put it under the same? Yeah, boat? yeah like yeah. I don't know my different countries. I know what Johnny Cash is, but also Taylor Swift. Yeah, so I, I don't know if Taylor Swift's really country anymore. Yeah, but yeah, 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 I see what you mean. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess like if you're ignorant to hip hop, you think yeah. it's the same. You think it's the same, but we're yeah. not ignorant to it. So yeah, not well, that we can we can taste the different flavors. Right, right, and you're definitely not that flavor, <laughs> which I think is a good thing because it's definitely just a trend. Yeah, although trap music is fun, but yeah. this shit is not going to be around I in know 15 it. years. Uh, yeah, so we'll see where the, where music goes. You see that they say Ti. Uh, invented trap. Yeah, I actually didn't know that. Yeah, yeah he, uh-huh. he has that song. What is it called? Do you remember uh, when, when we you, saw him eating tacos? Do you, yeah, and you you asked me. You were like, uh, "When do you think like uh, Ti will have another uh, successful song out?" Uh-huh. And then that next week, he came out with the song with uh, Kanye. With Kanye. Yeah, oh, yeah. The, well, was like, I only listened to like the first minute it like of it. I was like, later, I was like but, right, "Cool." Yeah, like two or three weeks later. Yeah, uh, I listened to the whole thing and I actually really like it, especially because have you seen the video of them making it? No. Okay, so there's a video of them online recording. Mm-hmm. This. Mm-hmm. and the way they recorded it they just each did a line and there's like 20 people in the room just uh-huh. sitting behind them uh-huh. and uh there's a mic like the same mics that we used to use on the podcast uh-huh. yeah that's the mic they're using uh-huh. wow. and it's just set up and they pull up a chair kanye will scream a line into the mic uh-huh. get up ti will come scream a line get up mm-hmm. and then there's like a part where they're, in, they're just kind of ti is kind of talking to him mm-hmm. about like his platform and mm-hmm. donald trump and things like that but I found it weird. The way they recorded it is really like, you know, the song is a conversation mm-hmm. going back and forth. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how they did it. Like, it yeah. wasn't, it didn't, communication. I mean, this is how they showed it. So I don't know yeah. what the, the actual. Yeah, rap is a form of communication. Yeah, when I, very I, interesting. I, did you see my Instagram story this weekend? I went uh-uh. to, oh, I went to this. No, potentially. Uh, yeah, I went to this house in Oakland uh, for my friend, my cousin, Aaron. The he, guy playing the keyboard? Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, my cousin, that. Aaron. He's incredible, a musician. He had a, like a pop-up shop just in a house in Oakland. That's cool. And uh, that's, that's, that's like a. It's a big thing to do. It's like culture. Yeah, it's very, very, very culture. Yeah, that's cool. I actually ended up doing stand up there. But, uh, oh, fuck, man, I forgot what I was telling the story. Oh, no, I saw this guy in the front. He recognized my sister. Did you really? You did stand up? Yeah, I did. Wow. Uh, This guy uh, was standing in the front and recognized my sister. From uh, what? uh, From elementary school. Oh, wow. And I was like, That's always weird when that happens. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I've never in my entire LA been like, did you go to King Elementary? And uh-huh. uh, he and I started talking about rap, and he was like, I'm a rap, I like to rap too. And we were talking about how like therapeutic it is and how it can uh, help you uh, uh, change your life. Right. Uh, I forgot why I was gonna bring this up, but 
But yeah, I did do stand up there. My sister actually <laughs> recorded it too. Well, because then my Wait, cousin. Wait, was it you planned on doing that, or they were just no. like, "Well, go well, up there." Well, my cousin was performing, and then there was probably cool twenty people in the house. And uh, my was there cousin, a mic? Yeah, there was a mic, and he was performing. And then uh, he like stopped. He let somebody freestyle, and then he just put the mic on the stand. So I was like, "All right, here's my opportunity." So you just walked on stage? Yeah, I was like, "All right, I'm gonna do some stand up." Was people were they sitting in the quiet, or is it yeah. just, like people standing around? There were people standing around. Okay, just, okay. And uh, so I was like, "All right, here's my chance," and I did my jokes, and it was. Uh, it, was, it was great. Was it just talking or you yeah. had jokes right now? Uh, no, I just made them up because I had just driven to the Bay. and I uh-huh. actually had written one or two, so I was like, um, here's my chance to try them out. So I did my first joke about the nail clipper. Uh-huh. Uh, How'd they, what, what was the reaction? Uh, I got a laugh out of the nail clip joke. Really? And then I did this joke. Oh, I wish oh I so you were doing it like if you were actually doing stand-up. Yeah. Like, here's this my joke. A, yeah. All right. Cool, moving on to the next yeah. bit. Oh, so you weren't just talking. Yeah, and it wasn't a stand-up event at all. It was just an, a mic there. So I was like, let me just give this a chance. And I did this bit. I was like, all right, I'm just going to talk about my mom freestyle. And I was like, uh, my mom uh, is addicted to gambling. She won't stop. And then this other black lady in the audience was like, me too. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's so funny. I should have read my audience. That's great. Was your mom there? No. I did this joke where I was like, my mom's sitting right here. And everybody looked and she wasn't. Would she, <laughs> would she think that's funny? I don't know. I, we talk about your mom a lot. I know, yeah. And I think she's do- like she does, uh, but what, is she thinking that's You funny? know that one story that we always talk about my mom told that uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. she recently gave me permission to tell the story. So have I have you not? She, I haven't, no. Oh, please do. So, yeah, I, I so I guess she's cool with it. <laughs> please share it. Uh, I won't do it now, but oh, uh, yeah, wow. yeah, she did. Uh, so I don't think my mom cares, and mm. I will have to give her money for some things that I'm going to have to say about her. I would love to have her on here. Would she do yeah, it? Yeah, she would do it. Now, yeah, she totally would, yeah. Wow, now that yeah. she's retiring. She, my mom said the uh, funniest things this weekend I've ever heard. Really? Like what? Yeah, just uh, that whole cops thing. That's hilarious. On Mother's Day, you sat around with your family. Was everybody there? Cops, yep. Your but, sister, your uncle, everyone? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. They enjoyed it as much, or they're doing uh, it because well, your my mom? Uncle, my two uncles, they didn't sit for the cops, but like we all, uh, yeah, everybody was there. And my room was my dad, my mom, and me, and my, yeah, which hadn't happened in years. Really? Uh, and yeah, we watched cops, and uh, the night before, I watched Naked and Afraid with my mom. Oh my goodness. Have you seen Naked and Afraid? Is that the one that SourceFed did? The yeah. parody of? Or yeah. The fuck? And I, I didn't know what the show was at the time, so I finally have seen it with my mom, and it's insane. They're actually naked? Yeah, they're actually naked. They All I get is like a satchel to carry stuff in. They're butt-ass naked out there in the butt-ass wild. Butt-ass naked, 21 days. Wow. You don't win any money or anything. You can tap out at any then point. Then what's the point? Uh, just to prove that you could survive naked and afraid. So it's it, just an ego thing? It, they, reality yeah. TV has gotten to a point where yep. they don't even have to pay them? Yep. It's absolutely, like, breathtakingly real. Like, they in the beginning, they give you a PSI. They show, like, a meter that says you have a 7.2 chance of surviving. And at the end... Based off what? Uh, based off of uh, how they, like, your your body weight and your the video that you sent in to say, I can uh, do this. I, like, I can eat snake. And at the end, they I've only seen people lose. And at the end, their, their PSI usually goes down. Oh, really? Yeah. And the people, it's like... Like, the one that we just watched, it was the first time I ever saw a black mm-hmm. girl on it. And uh, she, uh, as soon as she got there, like, flies, bugs, flies constantly Like, she's her. not happy with them? Yeah, no, like, flies. Like, flies kept being in her face. Oh, really? And, and, like, literally biting her. And it literally did not stop. Because, like, think about it. If you're getting attacked by flies, what do you do? Swat them bitches away. And, or you go inside. Oh, yeah. You go There's inside. nowhere to go. There's nowhere to go. Like, no matter where she went. Yeah, and it's probably, like, mosquitoes, too. Oh, uh-huh. uh-uh. And they literally would show, they showed a zoom in where they, like, 
they'd been going on for like two days where they like have scabs and yeah. the flies were literally going in to oh, feed what off the of them. Fuck? Yeah, it was uh, for no money. For no money. For, for no a money. bragging and right. And me and my mom were dying. I feel so bad because this is real. But like, uh, so, because th- this is why people laugh at reality shows. So the woman, before she goes on the show, she's like, uh, uh, she's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that I can survive this because I've been through a lot in my life. <laughs> and uh, I'm, I always made it, made it through. And I'm like... <laughs> I'm so sorry, but like because somebody yelled at you, <laughs> like you still can't survive in the middle of the forest. Wait, so they don't give you any food or shelter? No, you literally have to go find the food, the wow. shelter, the See, everything. The, the, honestly, the part that I don't think I, I'd want to do is the naked the, part. All of it. The all of I it. I could survive. I no, think. you can't. Why not? Watch this show, and you'll be like, no, I can't. What kind of what kind of terrain are they in? Uh, like horrible ones. Like the one that I was just watching, it was like it was Brazil after a hurricane. Oh fuck! So everything was displaced. Like crocodiles were in different places. Like uh, like venomous spiders were everywhere. Oh shit! So no, you you can't do this. Like you yeah. couldn't do it in L.A. It, oh, so you're trying to doubt me? I the one hundred percent doubt you. You don't think that I could survive? I I know I wouldn't do more than two hours. I've been camping like at least five <laughs> times. Uh, I know, Darren, we'll watch an episode of this show and you'll be like, hey, fuck no. I don't like bugs. You definitely will lose weight and become okay. Like let's say I left you in Balboa Park. Okay. Do you think you could survive? Remember when we walked by? that thing that we witnessed with Raina. Uh I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you with some questions from Twitter. Is that is that okay with you? Yeah, I think that's a, like a Did, splendid idea. Uh I'll read the first one. Don't look at me like that. You know I get uncomfortable. Okay, read the first one, Darren. This one's from Chris. He says, any tips for losing your virginity? <laughs> Why you got to laugh at him like that? Uh, I'm not the guy. They really make anything on the internet now. I was watching a video yesterday and uh they had a guy, let's just say you, uh-huh. standing in a room, and mm-hmm. the camera's on him. Mm-hmm. And then they have about 15 people walk behind him and kind of stand there, and he has to guess which one's a virgin. Oh, yes. I'm familiar with his channel. Okay, uh-huh. so you've seen yeah. it. And I'm just like, y'all just really doing anything. And yeah, they uh-huh. got me because I watched it, and I was uh-huh. entertained because yeah. the guy's funny as fuck. Uh-huh. But they just really out here making yeah, anything. Yeah, it's anything. It's still, as much as it's not the Wild West anymore, it still is the Wild West. It's like yeah. version two of it. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's really weird. Yeah. You can make, in, there and was it's one. it's like adults. It's yeah, adult yeah. childish content. And there was one, guess their disability. I was like, oh no. And yes, yeah. I watched the whole thing. It's faceless. But it's just like, how? Yeah, we couldn't have done these types of things we could, working we, under we, our. Uh, I, I don't even understand how they're getting away with it. Yeah, uh-huh. How is the internet not going like. T- attacking them for that. Yeah, that's the one where it was like the two old people like playing this like dare yeah, game. Yeah, they also and the have old that ladies shit. like twerking on this. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, Sixty yeah. year old, they're like both sixties. Yeah. I don't even want to say the channel name. Yeah. People are gonna try to find it. I know, right? Uh, but that, yeah, that, it's a wild channel. They and I'm really like, just do in anything. the style of a BuzzFeed. Yeah, it's like BuzzFeed, but a little but more like, risky. But Adult Swim. <laughs> uh, so how do you lose your virginity? Uh, uh, I remember doing that. Uh, I remember doing that too. It, it, that took me a good amount of time. Uh, I have a friend that uh, took me a good amount of time. <laughs> yeah, I had a friend that was nineteen. Never mind. I'm not gonna tell that story. <laughs> they were just asking me like, "How do you like uh, lose your virginity?" I was like, "I was much older than you when I did it. I mean, I was 21." Oh, someone uh, was asking you? Yeah, how- like, and I was like, they were like, they were, they wanted to do it soon, and I was like. Mm-hmm. You really don't. There's no rush. It, it's n- really weird yeah. that when you are 
a virgin yeah, or age. a kid, mm-hmm. you think that it's the most important mm-hmm. thing that I got to get this over with. Yeah. Gotta, uh, why? Yeah, why? You've only lived 18 years. Yeah, I agree. Hopefully you have at least 60 more. Yeah. You know, 70 <laughs> yeah. more potentially. But they're like, I'm not a full-bred person until like it's someone really, else. Is, and then you do it and you're like, oh, I didn't know what I was doing and it wasn't that fun. Then you do it like a couple more times. You're like, all right, then I can finally kind of do it. Then and then you get to a point you only do it once a month and you're like, oh, that's okay. Right, then it's I'm, cool. I'm good with yeah. that. It's really not that important. I don't know it's, why it, uh, it yeah. held such a like a it was like a roadblock when yeah. you were a kid. Yeah, and it, people would make fun of you. Yeah, like, they're like you're a virgin. I don't know if it's still like that. You think uh, it's still like that? I'm sure people still do that to people. Damn. I'm glad I don't know many 20 year olds. Like kids were really <laughs> fucked up in school. They, they really, really made high school students. Yeah, yes. yeah. Oh, they yes. really yes, <laughs> yes. I, I like to pride myself mm-hmm. that I from from my perspective, and mm-hmm. I know that's a stupid thing to say, but. Mm-hmm. I never really bullied people. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I sure never didn't bullied people. Yeah. Uh, definitely got bullied, but yeah. like, I never seen like why? Yeah, why? I was definitely the one who was being bullied. But my mom Same. pointed out something recently. She said that I was never a bad kid. She said I was just mischievous, and I was like, she's right. I was. How were you? What were you doing? Uh, I uh, I would find ways to not break rules. But oh, in like a creative sly way, but you're a, still kind of Loki doing something yeah, wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, I can't even think of an example. Oh my god! Like this is that story's too long for like uh, not going to church or what? Uh, where? Uh, the, not going to church? No, I remember this one girl. Not ironing your card again. <sighs> Uh, this is like too much and like you really shouldn't just be talking about it but that did but I ever just tell you about the time yeah, I know right that time I like really liked this girl so much and she didn't like me and then I had my friend's uh, sister uh, because she started liking this other guy so mm-hmm. I was in high school right so I had my friend's sister uh, friend's sister write that guy on MySpace and Saying I was like what? get this guy to like you and it worked because he's a wait dude. wait hold on sorry I'm I, you this had girl liked me uh-huh. and she was like my first crush ever and right, right. she was like I don't like you anymore I like my ex boyfriend uh-huh. I was hurt so I knew my friend's sister I was like hey you're a girl you're beautiful go talk to this guy he's a football player on the team and uh, on the other, at the other school uh-huh. and I was like go talk to him um, because uh, because I told her the situation and she did and um. But what that, was their point? To intercept that guy? And she then, liked uh, him? that weekend, uh, her parents were like going out of town and she like uh, invited the dude over. I don't know if he ever came, but then she then screen capped the messages and then sent it to the girl. If he ever came, like sexually? I don't know if you know if he ever came over to her house, but then uh, she immediately uh, snitched and told it to her friend. And I, for years, I was like, I was like 15 when this happened. I don't know if I understand every bullet point of this story. story okay so i like this girl uh-huh. and she had this boyfriend girl number one they she broke up with the boy with, with her original boyfriend and then right. she started talking to me and i was like oh my god a girl likes me right right then she was like a lot right. of shock there it was cool for like a couple months then she was like i like my ex-boyfriend again i was hurt oh so then i told my friend's sister i was like you gotta go you gotta trap him and she did it super easily wow and she screen capped the conversations and then send it to uh the girls so, so she you was, got him caught I up i got him caught up damn <laughs> and i was like like, when teenagers are terrible. Wow. Uh, I, I felt bad about it for Did many years. Did you ever years. get with the girl? No, of course not. No, she was not like, all right, now I'm going to go back to the other guy. I talked to her a couple times. But, Doesn't it really suck when they start liking the ex again? Yeah, I'm not. That's damn. the worst feeling. Yeah. It's because he got held up by gunpoint. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah. Richmond, shit. Don't, it's weird. When the person goes back to the ex, uh-huh. it's because everything... They liked about the ex yeah. you didn't have. Uh-huh. Oh, definitely. And the bad stuff about the ex isn't that bad, I guess. So yeah. I'm going to go back to Or I forgot because yeah. you only remember the good shit most of yeah. the time. Oh, but I remember how I was in high school. I was just a nerd. That's okay. I, yeah. 
I think that used to be a bad thing. It did. I hope that in school now, if you're in middle school or Mm -hmm. high school, I hope that being a nerd is not bad. Mm -hmm. I hope that it's cool, just like it is being a like. I was also just like a. I'm. I'm not like how I am now. Back when I was in high school, like I find myself to you know I really want to get stuff done, and Mm -hmm. I I had a lot of dreams. No, no, you know what? I always was. Yeah. You I'm wanted saying. to, like, save the world type Yeah, dreams. I always wanted to save the world, but I was a kid, so I felt bad. That's such a cool... Uh, is that selfless? Or is that, like, for one's own ego? Like, wanting At to save the world? At the same time, you know, yeah. I think it's a little bit of both. <laughs> Can you do something completely selfless? I mean, if selfless? we really want to go there, like, you know, you know my life story. I think I just really want to feel as if my life was worth it, and I really meant something to the world. Mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of people feel like that, but... But was it... Would you have been proven that you were worth something by the validation of your actions? I don't know if, I, if, I, yeah. if I'm even wording that I, right. I but. think I've always felt like I really wanted to like help the world in some way. Mm. Uh, and you could say that that is narcissistic. Like, why do you think that you're the one that's supposed to? Uh, Reina would call it. I think it's Chunibio, like middle school disease. Like, I, there's something special about, about me. Like, I'm a superhero. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, it's selfless too. You're like, I want to move the world into a positive direction. But why do you think you're special? I've never ever yeah. thought like, oh, I'm special. Mm-hmm. I've never thought. You've thought that? I think I've always like, yeah, I've always thought that there was, I've always felt different. Huh. Uh, for when I was a kid, when I was younger, I didn't think I was different for a good reason. But within the past couple of years, I've thought like, you know, I'm, as you get into adulthood and there aren't, well, there are still bullies, but they're, they're sparsely around mm-hmm. and you can really become yourself. I started to realize like, I'm, I'm not the same and that's okay. Yeah. I've, I guess I never thought of it that way. The things yeah. that I want to obtain in my life. Yeah. Uh, whether that's career or just personal growth, yeah. are very like damn near impossible special things. Uh-huh. But I've never looked at it like that because it to me it makes yeah. it sound like it's unobtainable. Yeah, it's like oh that's too rare or that's yeah. too special. I'm just like no, that's possible. You just yeah. gotta work hard. Yeah, so I think that's why that's been my mindset. Yeah. I don't think though that like. I believe in destiny, but I don't believe that you can just let go and it'll happen. I still believe that you have to put the effort in. Yeah. Because I think a lot of people do also feel special and they're like, oh, because I'm special, now something special will happen, but you still have to put the special energy like in. Like you'll just wake up and. Yeah. I mean, that happens to some people. Mm-hmm. Like it definitely, I don't, that, there's no way you can depend on that, but so many people, a handful of people mm-hmm. are. At the right place at the right time, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they might be somewhat you know. skilled, but you know, yeah. like I was telling you, watch the Fresh Prince video. It's fucking, yeah, I gotta it's see really it. good. Yeah. But I don't know. Uh, you can control it by, you can somewhat control yeah. it to your best of ability. You can Kevin Hart it one hundred percent. Yeah. If everyone was out here Kevin Harding it, yeah, I think there would be a lot more successful people, yeah. a lot more competition, really. Yeah, and you just gotta keep doing the best you can do. Just keep pushing it. You know, if you don't aim too high, like we've said in the past, there is really. Not that much competition. There really isn't. There we, aren't that many people that are really trying. When you look at whatever, like let's say music for me or Will, when you look at it like that, you're comparing yourself to the biggest artist in the world, so then it feels like it's so far away. But when you're comparing it to your your peers or or people at the same level or you know people who have those same dreams, there's not a lot of competition because no one's really willing to like, not a lot of people are willing to try that hard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They'll They'll talk about it. Most people like you know just want to watch Netflix. Yeah, yeah. which is also which is, fine. Like, which is fine. I I think we talk. I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast or in real life, but I don't know. I, we've done like 150 I know, episodes. But so. like I've talked about, like I I have this thing that I always think I'm like some people just want to watch Netflix and that's fine. And I think I exist because so that they can do that. 
Mm-hmm. Like, I want to live in a world where I create so many things that people are like, oh, now I can just look. Yeah. And I don't think there's anything wrong with just wanting to go home and then look, you know, and just and relax. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't really, like, do that, but I feel like my life's existence now, is, yeah. You might when you're your parents' age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At that time, then I totally will, but that's you, when I think I'm really going to kick it into. You might you enter. You really f- get good until you're like 50, 60. Truly. Like when truly. I'm when I'm on my Hayao Miyazaki shit. Because oh that, that's, that's, <laughs> yeah. I really think when you're that age, yeah. you don't really care about what other people think. Mm-mm. Maybe like your closest loved ones, mm-hmm. but you're not out here like, wor- you're like, if you're singing, you're mm-hmm. just going to sing because mm-hmm. you love it. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not worried about what whoever the fuck on Twitter is saying. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I really think that's when you really become yeah. your true artist or your true self. Yeah. Or, yeah I think about it all the time. You to let go. Hayao Miyazaki, when he made Spirited Away in like 2002, he was like 50s, 60s, late 50s, early 60s. Mm-hmm. And I watched it when I was 12 and I thought it was the greatest thing I'd ever seen. So when I'm like 60s, 70s, I feel that I, I hope that I'm also able to make something that a 12-year-old would be like this is greater than my imagination. And I want my, and someday I want to grow to have my imagination that big. What was that movie called? Spirited Away. Chihiro. So do you think when he watches it, he also feels, hmm, do, or do you think question. he only sees the flaws? You know, honestly, someone like him probably just sees the flaws. Uh, and even like sometimes I watch it, I'm like, man, Kaku's face could be. When better. do you get to the point but, where you watch your own thing or uh-huh. listen or whatever your thing is uh-huh. and you go, oh, it's perfect? I don't think that's, that exists. That's exactly how I mean. Kanye says about oh, my beautiful darkness yeah. defending, but it's, yeah, that, but it's, that is a perfect album. Yeah, he's yeah. like, now that I know I can make perfect, yeah. I want to make perfect. Yeah, uh, but I don't know. Like, uh, will you ever? I think feel perfect that? to you, and I think perfect to us is usually imperfect. Like, you know, I'm sure a lot of artists say it. So when I say this is not original, but sometimes I make things that are intentionally imperfect because then they're 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 original mm-hmm. like you know sometimes you might step away from the mic before you were supposed to or yeah, like yeah. You, you just something accidentally fell in place and yeah. therefore but humanity is imperfect so you know that imperfection is oh owen just said this to me yeah that imperfection is perfect owen just said what yeah we were literally just sitting at this table and he said that imperfection is perfect because humans are imperfect. yeah we talked about it like with the beatles like yeah. how you can hear sometimes them oh, talking yes. in the back of the mix uh-huh I actually, and it's so fucking cool. When I uh, first started got, getting into the the Beatles, is when you used to use that website. You remember uh, in high school, uh, MegaShare or something? No, not MegaShare, but you would like download like the torrent website. Yeah, or you would download songs somehow. It's it this weird website, but I got all the Beatles music I had was like their like rough tracks or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, I've heard those. Yeah, and that's the ones that I thought were their actual songs. Yeah. So it was like Don't Let Me Down, but it was like they're totally take, talking. Take yeah. twelve or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's and all I, over YouTube. Yeah, and I didn't realize that those were like not the actual ones. And I was like, yeah, this is really cool. Man, I'm so sad that you know how people always talk about like, oh I think I was born in the wrong generation. Uh-huh. I don't really feel that way at yeah. all. But I wish I could have saw the Beatles perform live in yeah. their prime. And I know, just like right? be at a concert. Have mm. you seen the documentaries where everyone's just screaming? Oh, yeah, I've seen the footage. Like, yeah, yeah. Imagine trying to perform over uh, 100,000 people yeah. screaming at the top yeah. of their lungs. You know, I'm not really like a live performance person, cause, but I, I would think you'll wanna, get there. Yeah, I, wanna, I would want to go to the ones where Michael Jackson is making women like pass out in the 80s. Have you been to a concert where you're like, holy, like blown away after no, watching? No, because you know how I get. Like, I, the mod mentality never catches me. It's but what quite about the like if, if you're in a chair? 
Uh, like maybe if I'm in a chair. Chance was you were sitting, right? Yeah, I like that, and that was at the Hollywood Bowl. So right. yeah, I, I enjoyed that a lot. That's definitely my preferred uh, viewing experience. So you have never been to a concert and just been blown away? No. <laughs> that is so sad to me, honestly. Yeah. Holy I know, shit. A lot of people are like that. I just, I don't know. Like, What I, about... I mean, a movie. Maybe. I mean, I really like the chance show at the Hollywood Bowl, but yeah, movies usually get me. So a movie has blown you away? Yeah, I don't know. Wow. It's just about being around a lot of people. I have this, like, and if I'm not the one that's performing, I, I don't know. I think when a lot of people get around a lot of people, they, like, usually, they, like, form, they call it mob mentality. Like, you become a part of the audience, but I, I don't know, my, my brain, I'm sure other people in the audience have it, too, but, like, my brain, like, won't stop thinking, and I'm like... Like something could happen? I mean, what whatever. I just, like, I just, I see myself as a solo person rather than... With the group? With the group, yeah. Have you ever tried to join the group? No. Why not? Why not? Because you'd be jumping and shit. No, thank you. But what if you found out you fucking loved it? Uh, I mean, my, I might, but I like how I am. It's, I, it's very strange. When I'll go to a concert, Yeah. if I'm, like, standing in the pit or, like, yeah. you know, near the pit... I go fucking crazy. And yeah, it's I've seen so you. much fun. I've seen you. But if I were to be sitting like in a Hollywood Bowl arena type situation uh-huh. where it's seats, uh huh, and everyone is still crowded and next to each other, mm-hmm. I don't. I wouldn't be doing that. Yeah, you it doesn't like feel that, appropriate. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. some people just really go yeah. out and just like fucking damn near dick out, having a good time, yeah. barfing everywhere. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really. Yeah. I like. I guess different vibes of it. Yeah. I like to just enjoy it, but I don't know. There's something about live performance, whether it's theater, like as far as like a play or mm-hmm. a, like a musical or a band. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's fucking incredible. Even mm-hmm. they don't even have to be necessarily amazing mm-hmm. for me to feel like they're amazing. Mm-hmm. Cause there's something about yeah getting good at an instrument yeah. or, or having the courage to perform. Yeah. Man, I fucking love yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, well, like I, I talked about this recently too. Like, uh, uh, Jessica took me to see Chance the Rapper because her boyfriend had to do something. So she's like, "You want to go?" And I was like, "I like, I like Chance, but yeah, I yeah. was not, I was never like, uh, you're not a big Chance fan. I, I wasn't like a huge fan or anything. But I was like, I like Chance, and I, it's at the Hollywood Bowl, which I never been for before, two before. And I was like, so I was like, I definitely need to see this. Yeah. After I went to the show and I saw him, I was like, now I know who Chance is, and now I think that he's really cool. So there's like there is something really cool about like after that then I when I hear his music I have a visual like I'm like oh I remember looking at you yeah. even though it was fucking a hundred feet away yeah. more than that uh, but yeah once you see someone in person it's so much cooler. Speaking of chance, did you see? Uh, nay, nay, nay. Did you see? Ah. He did like I don't know. He did like a speech at some some university. Did you see that? I don't know. He's killing it. That sounds like something he would do. Um, <laughs> and he said. That Beyonce's performance at Coachella. Uh huh. I remember he was tweeting about it. Was better than any Michael Jackson performance ever. <laughs> uh, yeah, people lost their minds off. What of are your it. thoughts on that? Uh, that's that's possible. Like Beyonce is like doing it. Mm-hmm. Beyonce's killing it. Beyonce's the one right now. Well, okay, so here's my problem with it. Yeah. One, uh-huh. when he said that, no one clapped, and, uh-huh. I, and I found that to be odd. Uh-huh. Like it was like a punchline of the speech yeah, too, uh-huh. not in the entire speech, but you know, uh-huh. you have breaks and it's uh-huh. an ebb and flow. Mm-hmm. Um. And I didn't hear any. That claps. one just that one didn't get any. <laughs> to me, I, I find it so weird, and I think Beyonce is incredible, like you said. But like, one, why do you have to like tear down and not tear down? <laughs> but why why do you have to go? It's better than any Michael I Jackson. Know. Why can't you just be like that performance was incredible? I think yeah, he just wanted to explain how moved he was by it. He really liked it a lot. Yeah, yeah. He tweeted uh, recently. Did you see the Infinity War movie? 
I didn't know. Oh dang! Well, all he he tweeted about it. He was like, he tweeted, "Gonna go see Infinity War," and then yeah, but if you didn't see the movie, you wouldn't get the rest out of what he tweeted. But yeah, yeah. Thanos. 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 Yeah. What Thanos did? What Thanos did, Dan- and then the is that, stone, is that a name? Infinity Stone. Yeah, Thanos. Thanos. Yeah. Wow. It's a good movie, but yeah. I mean, yeah. Everybody's different. Michael Jackson, to most people, was the greatest performer. I didn't. I would have disagreed with what I'm saying now, mm-hmm. four years ago. Uh. I think Chance the Rapper is 100% wrong, and here's why. Because without Michael Jackson, there is no Beyonce, and I didn't, mm. I really didn't understand or believe this, like I said, four years ago. I remember I sat down with Steve, and we went to a Mexican restaurant and had ourselves some burritos, mm-hmm. and uh, I forgot where you were. This is when we lived in his apartment, mm-hmm. and um, we were talking about the Beatles, and as you know, I didn't like the Beatles then, no, I remember. and he was like, well, dude, you have to, because I was like, Queen is so much, even though they're different, Queen is so yeah. much better than the Beatles. I see what you and mean. And I really believed in yeah. that. Uh-huh. Uh, but he was like, dude, you have to understand, like, without the Beatles, there isn't this, there isn't that, there isn't Queen, there isn't mm. Blink-182, there isn't mm. all these bands, because they really paved a way. I just, I was just like, so? Like, mm-hmm. who cares? That doesn't make them better. Yeah. But I don't know, something something switched, and I really, truly believe that and, and hear it now, because I, I'll listen to music after getting into the Beatles, mm-hmm. I'll listen to modern music, and I'll hear so much Beatles influence. Yeah, the Beatles are really good. They had something special about them. And they have How? so much music. How the fuck? My thing about the what Beatles. What was it, 10 years that they did that? Uh, yeah, it was like 1960 to 69. Crazy. Yeah, and then you have John Lennon from 70 No to one's 80. working as hard as the Beatles were. Uh, yeah. God damn. And yeah, the, the thing about the Beatles and the thing about Drake that makes them such exceptional artists is they have a song for every feeling. Yeah. There are like, they're, like that's why, you know, Complex comes out with these articles, art, articles like top 100 Drake songs. You need to have. 500 songs out there for them to have a top 100 God and the damn. Beatles too like they, the Beatles have and they even have albums that are feelings that you didn't even know you could have like uh, Sgt. Pepper and uh, you know stuff of that nature yeah, yeah, the yeah. trippy stuff I like their trippy stuff a lot of like I hear a lot of people um, recently mm-hmm. that I've been talking to about the Beatles uh, mm-hmm. they don't really they're not a fan of it uh, actually you know Sgt. Pepper I don't know if I've ever listened to it all the way through but I do love this, the one that's really quiet uh I read the news today. Oh boy! I remember I heard that for the first time. I had headphones on. It's so on. beautiful. Scared me. Yeah. It's it's. Yeah. It has a scary sound mm-hmm, to it. Mm-hmm. And I again, I don't know. We spoke about this like in the past. I don't know yeah. if it's like because it's like analog and mm-hmm. it's it's analog. That's why something about it sounds yeah. so. You point that out to me about my favorite song of all time, "Unforgettable," the Nat King Cole duet it's with his low daughter. Key haunting. And you were like, "This is something haunting about this." Yeah. And you're and you're right. It is because everybody who did this is dead. Like except I except for the daughter. When I hear music from you yeah. know the '60s or whatever the uh-huh. '50s. To me, I instantly imagine like a rundown mansion or like a two-story big oh, house like that was that. built, uh-huh. you know, in the twenties or whatever the yeah. fuck. Uh-huh. And there's a vinyl player upstairs uh-huh. playing that song, and no one's yeah. home, and it's just scary to me. You it's know like, what? I think, I think of a horror and film. I only had, I only know one album that modern album that has that feel, feel and I feel like it's Kendrick's uh, "To Pimp a Butterfly." Also oh has yeah, that same feel. I would agree with that. It's somehow haunting too. Yeah, it is. Haunting. Sounds like it's from a different uh, time. Is that was that recorded on analog stuff? Yeah, probably. I don't know. Probably, I, you, we'd have to look it up. When you have that, do you kind remember of when budget? I used to want an analog studio so bad? I'm glad uh, you reminded me about that. I don't remember. I was for the longest time. I was like trying to look into how to get that analog sound. Remember? Oh really? Yeah, it was when you were living in. Uh, it's like shooting on film. It like, is the same it's, thing. It's like very, very similar. Yeah, I think yeah, that's what we need to get to. Uh, I'm gonna hit you with another question. Is that yes. cool? This one is from Ben. Uh, I haven't pre-read this, so if I stutter over my words, we're just gonna move past it. 
I believe you. All right, here you go. Are you gonna listen? Yeah. How do you know if you? <laughs> how do you know if you're bad at something? Like, how do you evaluate your own work and Ooh. make an objective decision as to whether you just need to keep progressing, Dude. or if you're legit, just not meant to do that certain this thing? This is something I ran into with uh, an artist recently. That's a hard one. Uh, and Wait, really? Yeah, but this artist is really good. Okay. Uh, you, this I've said this before, <laughs> but good artists mm -hmm. need to be a good artist can hear and see themselves for what, do you what mean they by that? actually sound like and what they actually uh, look like. And most people don't. A lot of people, when they look in the mirror, they like you know they blur their eyes or they don't really want to look at themselves. Yeah. But like a real artist, like when they hear the or when you hear yourself. Uh, so you mean you, like they only see their like they only yeah. look at themselves. Yeah. As their highlight reel, their best like no, I mean like when you hear your, when you, you hear mean? your own voice back, you're uh -huh. always you're gonna cringe the right, first right, time. Right. But when you're a practiced and skilled artist, you've heard it so many times that you can hear your voice for what it really is. Yeah, yeah. And because your voice is fine, but you know it's the scientific shit that you're like, I don't like the way I sound. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, yeah, good artists can hear and see themselves. And so you know if you if you practice, uh, you know, hearing and seeing yourselves from an outside perspective, you'll be able to tell that you're like ooh. That ain't, ain't it. And it. Or you have to surround yourself with people around you. Yeah, but you're saying good artists. So that means mm -hmm. they're already good. This person is saying, how do you know if you're bad? Like, keep practicing that. So keep practicing. Listen to yourself. Whenever you like, whatever you're making, you have to, uh, like if you're making a, a video or a music, I feel like you always have to, every time you press play, because you know when you make your own stuff, you watch it one million times. Yeah. You have to watch it as if you've never seen or heard it before. Mm -hmm. And what is your true opinion? Which is hard to do. It, which it's Yeah, it's a skill. You have to practice it. The thing is like, like, imagine if you didn't know yourself and mm. listen to these lyrics. Where would it put you emotionally? My, I wish mm. sometimes that I could separate the two, and here's what I mean. Mm. Imagine if you were a painter or whatever the fuck, director, musician, mm. or you're making music, but you lived in a cave and you had no connection to what other people's mm -hmm. music sounded mm -hmm. like. Maybe you've heard an artist or two. Mm -hmm. uh, and you have no connection to social media, mm -hmm. you really only know if the music is good, if it affects you. Because mm -hmm. right now, especially with the fucking internet these days, you make something and you're instantly comparing it to, to every, yes. everything else. Everything yeah. else that had 100 people working behind it, you're like, is my thing that I yeah. made in my bedroom as good as that? I, I and you just don't know how to just truly just listen I to it. I think everybody needs another person with them who's ears they trust ava right yeah uh, ava lean like i've been working on a project with owen and owen and i whenever owen and i both think something Owen's is funny got a good ear. yeah whenever owen and i both think something is funny i'm like then it probably really is funny owen's the ear yeah he's yeah. the ear yeah he's a really good ear he's like if, if, he has he can only see things for what they really are he really can yeah he can only see things for what they really are if they are actually that i, I was yeah. actually i woke up this morning and uh -huh. one of my first thoughts was about Owen, uh -huh. and maybe just because you've been mentioning mentioning him a lot lately. Uh -huh. um, I had the thought that he's the only person that I know that truly doesn't talk shit about people, mm -hmm. and really, you know, like we'd be out here dissecting motherfucking yeah, psyches. Uh -huh. He doesn't ever do that. He legit doesn't care. He doesn't give any fucks. He doesn't care. Even his closest friends. Mm -hmm. If he if you're talking to him and you you want to like mm -hmm. share something with him, he's listening. He'll li and listen. He, he cares then. Yeah. But he he's the not drama. to the point where he's like overthinking shit. He doesn't overthink. He doesn't overthink. Yeah. Wow. I think he has incredible artistic senses. Wow, it's a special person. Yeah. Sometimes like me dissecting mm -hmm. people just like consumes 
six hours of my day. I'm yeah, just like, what the fuck the was people I doing? around me. Why is that? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Especially out here in LA when there's so many personalities. That you gotta that you clash with, huh? Yeah. God yeah, damn. I think artistically you gotta find someone who's, whose sensibilities you trust. Uh-huh. And if you can find something that moves both you and them, because like you can't tickle yourself. You know, you ever yeah. try to tickle yourself? Some people can, but it's I can. I'm fucking mad about it. Yeah, and then in when making something moving is just as difficult. It's like it's a, how can you make something that moves you? How do yeah. you how do you uh, make an emotional response out of yourself? Once you figure that out, you can change the game. Yeah, really. One, I mean, that's that's brilliant. I really agree with that. Mm-hmm. It's like. I, I listen to, I've mentioned it before, I listen to a lot of podcasts where uh, pop writers, are, you know, mm-hmm. who write the songs, they talk about their process. Mm-hmm. And the question that the dude always asks them is like, did you know that this song, because he always brings on people who have hits. Mm-hmm. You know, they have... Who's Zane Lowe? No, no. Uh, Roland something. Mm-hmm. I forgot his name. Oh, okay. the, the podcast is called And the Writer Is, I believe. Mm-hmm. Very fucking mm-hmm. good if you're into like songwriting. Mm-hmm. Um, but he always asked them, he was like, when you guys, when you or you guys wrote this song... Did you know it was a hit? And the answer is always kind of like, I don't know. We felt really good about it, but we didn't. We never know. You know what I mean? We write so many songs. The majority of times, they're bad. Mm-hmm. Every now and then, we come across a good one. And it's just like, I want to know, did Michael Jackson know? When he wrote a song, was he like, yep, I know this one is it? Or is he just like what people look at Drake as? Like, just because Drake's on it, it's a hit. I think or Michael Jackson know? is different. I feel like he kind of knew. Like, like you know, he knew? You hear his early scratches for like Billie Jean. Oh, and it's so it's good. Act the same yeah, as the ex- song. Yeah, it's exact. Or like when he just uh, beatboxes it for yeah. Oprah and it's like, that sound is exactly like exactly. the final product. I came up with this and then, yeah, like I think some people, and like, you know, yeah. There's so some people that hear music like that. There's another mm-hmm. artist, his name's Bazzi and he's also a producer, I believe. Um, I've been watching a lot of interviews and he's a pop artist right now. Really good. But, one of his big songs, he said that he uh, he was at the swimming pool with a bunch of his friends, and he went inside. I think he said he like went inside a roll of joint or something. I don't mm-hmm. even know. But he said he, a, a melody popped into his head, and he pulled out his phone, and he hummed the melody. Mm-hmm. And two days later, he went to the studio, and they made the song in yeah. like an hour or some shit. But he played the voice memo, and it was the exact same melody that yeah. was in the song. And it's like, damn, he really did hear it. Yeah, execution, man. And he, he says when he does that, the second he finds that melody that he likes, he says for to him that's the hardest part. The second he finds that melody, he can already hear how the song sounds in his head. Mm-hmm. He just has to like figure that out, how to put that into a computer. Yep. But he can hear it already. Yeah. And my process is totally different. Yeah. I get I stumble upon everything. Like I'll find a sound that inspires the fuck out of me. Yeah. And if I my when I'm producing, if I can find one sound that is the most important sound uh-huh. in the record. Um, like on my song White Lies, the the vocal track that's in the back that's like that I was like, okay, that's 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 a record right there. Mm-hmm. If you took that, if I took that out of the song, I would have hated the beat. That's the soul of it's it. Like, yeah, you, you need to find what the soul, the soul of, of it, yeah. is of that record. Like, where's I the guess heart the at? Melody, huh? Yeah, it's yeah, the, yeah. the melody, but yeah. that's so hard to do. I'd say I, my inner vision is pretty strong. I can see things in my inner head. Vision. Yeah, that's something I've trained too. I had to look that up over a year ago, and then I found out what that was, and then I had to start training. What is myself. that? Just like seeing the truth? Uh, you know, when you write something, the like truth? when you write, and this is this is for all forms of creation. Like when you write something. Mm-hmm. You have to see it inside of your head, uh-huh. and when you are the artist, you're gonna you're, you can you are the only one that can see what you see in your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, being able to get other people to see the same thing, uh, yeah, you have to. It's a, it's a skill you have to train. I hope that Kanye West comedians do it too. Doesn't think that only his ideas are good. I don't know in the studio. 
Like uh, I don't know. Like if a Kanye engineer made me very upset this week, so like if an engineer <laughs> yeah. who maybe this is he hasn't worked with Kanye that much yeah. is like maybe we should throw this on it. Yeah. And if it wasn't Kanye's idea, like I hope that he at least tries yeah. it. I was just telling Owen the story about Rick Ross and Kanye in the studio, how he uh was like, uh oh, this how this verse did on Did he uh, like that? Yeah, on uh Devil in a New Dress, which is notably like a lot of people say was one of Rick Ross's best. Oh, because yeah, yeah, yeah. this the story is that like Kanye told him <sighs> like uh he wrote an original verse and then Kanye said, uh this is terrible. Write something new, and yeah. then he came. I don't know back. if he was. A, he, I don't think he said terrible. Yeah, but he said like, I know you can do better or something. Yeah, like that. I know you can do better. Yeah, which and is hard to say. Yeah, that's hard to say. To um, someone. but what he did actually made uh Rick Ross write something incredible, and yeah. you have to be able to find. I, I think a good producer, a good musician, a good artist can help unlock all of his friends' potential. For Rick Ross, that's what it was at the time. Yeah. For me, that might not... If he had said your thing is terrible, that wouldn't have worked on me. That would yeah, have just yeah. made me feel bad. Yeah, it discouraged but, you. Yeah, but you have to be able to find out how all your friends and collaborators, what it takes to get the best out of them and yourself. Good point, Will. I'm going to read an email. Is that okay. cool with you? Yeah. Uh, hey, Darren and Billy. My name is Ty. Um, let's just get to the point. My girlfriend or ex-girlfriend at this point is pissed. And accused me of cheating because I texted a girl I met a year ago behind her back for about a month. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I never cheated on her, and she doesn't believe me. I think it was an invasion of privacy because she went into my phone while I was gone. But that, I just want to ask, divine? what do I do? I love her, but she's like hella Christian and told me to go to hell. Yeah. So did I cheat? Or is she just a brazy ting? I think you you broke the trust of the relationship. There's, there's something so important about trust. I think it's the most important thing. The second you break that, it's fucking so... It's like impossible, damn near impossible to bring it back. Yeah, because people are super sensitive and there's like billions of other people on the planet. And yeah, if you prove that you're not going to be trustworthy once, it's hard to get it back. Damn, Will just got real on you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, like I said, I don't think it's impossible, but it's damn near impossible. Yeah. Trust is sacred, man. I hope you think about your your actions in the future i could say this because i don't got no girlfriend like, <laughs> i don't this ain't an issue for me but man yeah you shouldn't have been texted her <laughs> so the girlfriend or the ex-girlfriend went yeah. into the phone and read the messages which is like i don't think yeah. you should be doing that i don't think you should be snooping this is why i love the single life Mm-mm-mm. has snooping ever done anything good no no that's why i don't do it like i'm glad that i like don't have anybody to, like check up on like i'm not yeah. trying to like Ooh, i wouldn't want to know like, yeah like, I would be so hurt if I snooped and she's, like, talking to you about doing kisses in the hallway. Right. I'd be so hurt. And, like, then I'm just, I got to go through a month of pain. I don't, I can't stand that pain. Ooh, I haven't felt it in a while, though. I'm happy about it. Uh, I miss it, though. It's kind of artistically driving. It really is. You got to get yourself a good relationship because yeah. I'm in a beautiful relationship. I don't yeah, check real nice. the other person's phone. I do for you. And they it's don't. <laughs> it's all good. It's squeaky clean. <laughs> it's all good, dude. Uh I, they don't check my phone. I'm not worried. I do too. I'm not worried about like someone sliding into their DMs. Yeah. They're not worried about my DMs. Yeah. I don't have people sliding into my DMs, and that's great. Yeah. It's just like I don't. I don't know. I also think I'm not a jealous type. Yeah, I don't think you're a jealous type. I think either. there are things that strike like make me jealous, but I always keep that to myself. Um, I couldn't even name a couple yeah. things that made me jealous but there's been times in my life where i felt it yeah but i never vocalize it but overall yeah I, i'm not jealous at all i can't hold down a relationship even if i tried so <laughs> yeah i mean you're still young yeah Just i'm like still the whole young virgin thing you yeah got time i have plenty of life left yeah so you know it's gonna be real wild yeah but i mean 
I think you did all right. I think I've done all right, too. Yeah. Like, I've had a couple cool experiences. You out here trying. I had a couple heartbreaks. I like two. Like one. One. And, uh, you know. One some, real one. One real one and a yeah. bunch of like, oh, wells. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, I'm a, for a 24-year-old, I feel like I've lived a good life. It made you do some wild things. Yeah. Run for mayor, being uh, one. Uh, no, I think the the heartbreak made me make the the, the mixtape. Oh, uh, yeah. And then the, the mixtape being successful made me, like, question my entire being, and then that's what made me run for mayor. Oh, really? Amongst the other things, yeah. After I made the, the, the first tape and people liked it, I was like, holy shit, I can be a comedian. I could be a musician. I could be a politician, too. And mm. I think that's when I had to uh, – I realized that – you know, my dad made me go to film school instead of letting me go to real college like I wanted to. Right. Uh, and I had to realize that maybe I was meant to be an artist. And that was kind of like my mid-midlife crisis. I was like, I don't think I'm meant to be a politician. I'm supposed to be an artist. I'm supposed to be an artist. Politician is kind of like art. It is, in a way. But I really different. believe that a lot, most things are art yeah. if you look at it, it is a certain way. It's an art form. If you do it correctly. I could have done that, but I just don't need to do that in my life. Uh, this question on Twitter is from Sarah. Her again. Pretty simple question. Uh-huh. She wants to know, how do you deal with change? <laughs> it's a constant in my life, so uh, I think it's actually It's not bad. Great. Yeah. Uh, especially if you feel in control of it. But once again, I feel like it's a constant in my life. I'm so thankful that all my friends know that like at any point I may change everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> From my apartment to my sense of being, so... Personality. Super, personality, yeah. like beliefs. Beliefs. Wardrobe. Wardrobe. Yeah. yeah. So I'm super thankful that my friends are super accepting of <laughs> all of a sudden it's different. <laughs> yeah. I mean we're uh, I would say that we're only thinking about from our perspective, but I yeah. guess there are some bad change. Oh, like there is. Your family uh, is a military family and they yeah. made you move to a different country. Like that could suck as yeah. a kid or an adult. It's all about but, finding the positives. Yeah, there could be a I moved to the Philippines for a year, and I would never do it again, most likely, but I'm so fucking happy that I did it, because I saw a lot. I mm. saw so... I was telling somebody recently, and it might be a little too dark to share on this podcast. I'll tell you after. Mm-hmm. I think I've shared it with you, maybe. Mm-hmm. But, man, after going to a third world country and mm-hmm. like living that and experiencing that, even though I wasn't living like a third world mm-hmm. per- human being, mm-hmm. is that a term? Mm-hmm. Is that mm-hmm. is that offensive? Uh, uh it made me realize, and it, it helped me it realize. You? Yeah, it's like, oh, this shit I'm complaining about does not mean oh, fuck. Oh, it doesn't. It really the, doesn't you, mean fuck in the grand scheme of things. You hear so many people say things, and like, I remember during like right after the 2016 election in our liberal bubble, everybody was feeling so sad. But I remember the thing I was thinking about was that like, you know, the sun is still coming out, the plants are still growing, and no mm-hmm. office can change that. Yeah. So like, you know, at the end of the day, like, life's pretty good. We're yeah. still a lot. That's what like I. I do think that it's important to mm-hmm. keep up with the news. I don't, but mm-hmm. you do. I too much. I think yeah. that being informed and knowing what's happening politically is important as mm-hmm. like as an American, as a human, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I me. don't mm-hmm. do it. And yeah. I and I don't feel guilty for that at I all. Do. And you, people try to make me feel guilty and I just don't like that's yeah. It's important and you I know it's people important. people around you who do. Yeah, I do. I do yeah. 100%. Yeah. And but you I, know I'm I'm too obsessed with it. I, I look at it too much. Like, but, honestly, don't want Donald Trump to be there, but uh-huh. he's there. What and can I've I do? I've seen everything he's done. Like, I'm, I'm looking it, at it all, and it's crazy. It, it, to me, why yeah. it's weird to me. I was talking uh, to somebody at lunch recently about uh-huh. this, and they were fucking heated, as most people mm-hmm. are, about they are, yeah. whatever Donald Trump did that hour. Yeah. And 
The reason I don't give a fuck is because, yeah, it's sad and it's there and I know that, but they let it control their lives. They mm-hmm. are miserable because of what's happening. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, why? Then why? Oh, because it's real and it's consequential. Yo, and I know yeah, that. Yeah, I know, but you're like, you live in California, which is, we're far away from any of that. Yeah, yeah. And even though, like, uh, he has control over the federal government, like, we live in the biggest bubble of our beliefs possible. Right, right. We li- where we live right now is the biggest bubble of our beliefs. Yeah. But yeah, outside of it, it's different. Yeah, and I could see that. Yeah, and, I'm so thankful for California. And I know it's, like, de- it's stupid to say what I'm saying, but... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, it doesn't, <laughs> I don't let it hold yeah. that much value to make me upset. And I think the reason why I pay so much attention is because then I feel in power over it. Like, it's, mm. it doesn't really hit me for surprise because I'm very familiar with what's going on. Because you know how to, like, react or yeah, what? Yeah, like, uh, I know so much of the details that I, I can understand what's, like, going on. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, but I remember when the government's going the way that I want it to go, I don't pay this much attention. I'm like, all right, this is whatever. Oh, really? Yeah. So when it's going well, you're yeah, not I'm watching. Like, all right, fine. Yeah, I'm like, well, I'll just let it be. But when it's not, I'm like, I have to figure out what everything that is. That is so weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I still pay attention a lot, but when it's not going the way I want it to go, I have to really pay attention. Yeah. But why? So because uh, so I can really know what's going on. But shouldn't when it's going well, shouldn't you also know what's going on? Yeah, but I feel like I mean, if Obama hadn't gotten elected, I don't think I would have gone to film school and become a movie producer. Because if you may recall, I wanted to be the first black president. Yeah. Uh, but because that happened, I was like, maybe I could just be an artist. And when he stopped being president, I was like, no, I have to be a politician again. Weird. Yeah, but now I but now I realize that I'm supposed to be an artist. I hope I you get to, to meet him one day. I'm not ready. I'm 100% not ready. Um, Never will be. I'm going to read one more question, and then we've got to wrap this bad boy up. Okay. This is a DM. Okay. <laughs> from Lil Flash. Okay. I haven't pre-read it, but let's just jump in. Okay. Um. So I've been macking on this bitty. Nah. That's verbatim. That's what. That's the word that How do you spell bitty? B-I-D-D-I-E. Oh, okay. Did he mean to say baddie? A bitty could be, but okay. Bitty, that also works. Okay, that works. Anything that sounds like titty. Uh, so I've been macking on this bitty for like two months now, okay, and we've gone on like three dates. Okay, and understand. you know, a young boy like me put in that work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But when do I know when the right time is? I'm gonna take that back. I'm gonna take that back. All right, and I don't need you to make a comment, Will. When do I know when the right time to make it exclusive? Oh, he just wrote it fucked up. When do I know when the right time to make it exclusive is? Question mark. Stay low. Stay low. Uh, that's always depends on the situation. Man, I'm a pretty exclusive person. Sorry about Damn, that, everyone. Damn, that just everyone. fucked up everyone's ears. I'm so ears. sorry. I'm and so speakers, sorry. you owe like at least 30 people I'm new sorry. speakers. Just, you know, send me a PayPal request. Oh, uh, they'll really do that. I really hope they too. <laughs> Good. Then uh, drop some in while you're there. Uh, but uh, yeah, man, making an exclusive. That's another Ooh. thing like with the whole the whole virgin thing. It seemed so important as a kid. Uh-huh. Or a young adult. As a not, young adult. I mean, not, as a 20-year-old. But like, yeah, mm-hmm. that was, when do I, not, maybe not specifically when do I make uh-huh. it exclusive, but like, does he like me? Does she like me? Should uh-huh. we ask him on a, yeah, just uh-huh. talk. Just. Yeah, I remember I used to care so much about relationships. That was like my thing. I was mm-hmm. like, man, I really want to be in a relationship. And I did it, and I was like, all right, it's cool. You know, you love yeah. them, they love you, and then it doesn't work, and then you get sad, and then it's it. All right. So like, yeah, I uh, mean. That's very cynical, but yeah, yeah I see I what mean, you mean. Wh- what else happens in your 20s? Like, is there any other story? Yeah, I mean, my story is pretty smooth sailing right now. Oh, you haven't read the text messages I'm withholding <laughs> from you. I'm I don't want to see it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you're right. You've only been on three dates. What are you trying I mean, to hey, be exclusive But sometimes already? you know. Yeah, they do say, like, 
You believe in falling in love at first sight? Oh, yeah. How is that possible? That's like the only thing I could do. That's, that's Not at first sight, I don't though. believe that shit. I have to hear someone's voice. I'm a voice person. I need to know what happened to you and how you reacted when you were 12. <laughs> because I have to know if I can relate with yeah. that. Uh, if I love you at first sight, I truly believe that that's just based off looks. I, I, I could I be mean, wrong. I could I could meet someone and be like, oh, this person's the one. I could do it. Really? Yeah. Day one? Because I have such a specific taste. And I think uh, when it does come around, I'm like, whoop, that's it. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah. Someone who would what? Like, Tolerate? You know, laugh? Uh, I, I think, you know, I'm not really into girls that like laugh a lot. Yeah. Like I, and I you like getting deep. Yeah, I like getting deep. Strangely, like yeah. uh, I feel like I, everywhere else in the world, I go for laughs. But yeah, if if someone if I could talk to a girl that can like really like uh, we can access each other's souls, then I'm like, and it's rare. It's like one out of hundred. It's really rare. It's really rare. Even just yeah. humans in general mm-hmm. finding that type of friendship is very mm-hmm. hard. Like mm-hmm. I kind of want to abolish. All the small talk. I mm-hmm. hate it. And people don't do it to me. I truly do believe. I feel like I get to people's uh, reels really quickly. You get to their soul? Yeah, I get to people pretty quickly. Yeah. What about strangers? And strangers, too. Really? Like, yeah, you know this, the stuff I be saying to people. Yeah. But I don't know if it's like, I don't know if you're really getting to their soul. You might yeah. be making them chuckle. Yeah, that's true sometimes. If I talk to somebody. I'm, I mostly mean strangers. I don't know. Yeah, mean, yeah. I don't know how you yeah. are. Yeah, you're right. I'm on a, a person I only talk for a couple seconds yeah. now. But I, a lot of the times you don't even want to hear it. Yes, yeah, so, I mean you know sometimes I won't talk at all. Yeah. Like so yeah. Yeah, like fine, uh, man. Sometimes I'll just be quiet. Yeah. I like being quiet. All I'm gonna say is uh, sometimes just if, listen. If you wanna. I forgot what the question was. How does how does he know when oh, it's when right time exclusive. to make exclusive? Man, everybody's different. You gotta ask her. Girls know everything. That's kind of my basic belief. Oh, here's what you should do: check on their her phone. See, she's been Go texting anyone. Her Check her email from two years to now and see what, what kind of things I she's been hate up to. dating right now. What does she subscribe to? Uh, what kind of spam emails does she get? Because, you know, that tells a lot about a person. Oh, Look at Will's true. email. You'll see a lot. Uh, 30,000 of them. And then go from there and tell her, yeah, I looked through your stuff. Did and she see vote how, for Hillary? Did see she how not? she reacts. Yeah. You know what I mean? Does she follow Donald Trump on Twitter? I know you do, right? I actually don't. You don't? Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh, wow. I mean, I followed the presidential account and then he took it over. So. The POTUS? Mm hmm. I might have unfollowed. Oh, it. wow. Yeah. But so now. then he does. Oh, I didn't even realize that. And he's tweeting from that one, too. Yeah. Is he really? Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Why is there a POTUS account? Uh, I don't know. Just Did Obama not have a Twitter? No, he has President Barack Obama and he has POTUS. So when he was president, he was tweeting from he both? Was from doing, yeah, he was doing, but he wasn't tweeting like that. It was a, real, a written out tweet. That's true. That's yeah, true. I mean, this was also a, what two thousand eight to yeah two thousand nine to twenty sixteen. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah t- it's it's a whole different game now. now. We're expecting presidents to tweet. If I was a president, I would tweet. Oh yeah. Oh, the way it is now, like Bernie Sanders is great on Twitter. Gavin Newsom is, if you were a liberal mother lover, <laughs> great his, on Twitter. What's his name? Gavin Newsom. He's running like for... Like, they're, uh, they're saying funny things, or uh, they're saying, well, like... They're just, they're heated. They're, they're heated. Like, I love it when politicians argue on Twitter. That is also my other favorite thing. Argue with each other? Uh-huh. Like, Gavin Newsom will go at Jeff Sessions, and it's like, oh, my god. I'm goodness. telling you, everything <laughs> is just wrestling. It at is wrestling. All these motherfuckers... Oh, we got to have a theme song. Every time you enter a room, you just have yeah. fucking some type of theme song. Just, okay, we'll get to that. Yeah. All right, we'll leave it at that. Yeah. Uh, my name is Darren Gerdner. I'm William Haynes. Please follow me on social media at Mr. William Haynes. You really should because Will's sad, all right? Just, like, give him a like. Give, give him, me a give like. Give him 10 <laughs> likes. Give me 10 likes. Uh, 
What did you say your social media? Uh yeah. And uh love yourself. Tell your mother or whoever you love that you mean it. Follow me too. I'm about to drop a new song on May twenty fourth. And I'm putting it out there in the universe that I believe that Spotify is gonna feature it. Because they featured my last one, and why wouldn't they feature the new one? We gotta go in the building and let them know. The song is called Staycation. It comes out May 24th. Listen to it on Spotify, iTunes, or whatever the fuck you use. Love yourself. Prove yourself right. Know that destiny is truthful. You really do have worth, and I want you to know that. You are beautiful for who you are and who you've become. I think we should have Ava on next week. Okay. All right, you guys can talk about my dirty secrets. (laughs) And the ones you don't even know. Goodbye.